Hey there, Cyril Zumeya. Welcome to B-Roll Conversations. And today I want to talk about a few things that I wish I had known when I started out in the photography industry. I've been in the industry for now eight years. It's been such an amazing journey just learning as I go and as I chat to people. So I feel like, you know, it's time for me to share some of the tips that I wish I had known in the beginning when I started out. And, you know, it's just basically my tips and it's not really the law, but these are things that I wish I had learned when I started out. And I think they would have helped me such, such a ton. And I think they will help you going forward. So, you know, as you know, if you want to get into the photography industry, I think, you know, just it's very important to understand what is photography. And I think from my perspective, photography is all about light. You know, you use the light or no light at all, but mostly it's all about light, how you use your light. So it's very important to know that starting out, you are working with light, how you use light, how you shape light, how you block light, how you add more light. So I think it's very important to start there. And one of the first things I think is also very important to start at is knowing what is ISO, what is aperture, and what is shutter speed. ISO refers to the sensitivity of the camera's sensor. So the higher you take your ISO, the more light you will gather and put into your frame. And the less ISO you have or the less number you have, the less light you will put into the image. Aperture, on the other hand, refers to the opening of a lens's diaphragm. The wider or the more open this diaphragm is, the more light you put into your frame. And the less there is, the less light you put into the frame. Shutter speed is the amount of time the shutter is open to allow light into the sensor. So I guess you can see the pattern here. It is all about light. Photography is all about light, letting in light into the sensor, into the camera. How much light are you getting? How much light do you want to take out? And that's basically the basics of photography. And I think it's really important to understand those three things, understand what ISO is, aperture and shutter speed and what their relation to each other is. If you take up your ISO, what does that mean for your aperture? And if you take down your aperture, what does it mean for your shutter speed? The other thing which I actually wish I had known starting out in the beginning, you know, when I started out in photography, all I had was my cell phone. And later on, I then went and bought a 5,000 Rand camera, which, you know, in photography standards, it's basically a very cheap camera. It was an entry-level camera that took photos and could do the basics, but it wasn't the high-end camera. So I got stuck in trying to get the best camera out there, trying to get the best lens, which is also very important. I think gear does play a huge factor. But what is even more important is using what you have around you. So whether you have your phone or whatever camera that you have, if you can master that camera, it allows you and gives you the ability to be able to move on to a bigger and better equipment. There is no use in giving you this expensive equipment, but you don't know what to do with it or its capabilities, or you know, you know, you know how to do the basics. I could give you um, 
a 50,000 Rand camera with a 30,000 Rand lens or 100,000 Rand lens and you wouldn't know the, ba- you know, you won't know what to do if you don't know the basics or you, you know, you haven't really gone and studied what photography is and understood even the before cameras. I think it really, really is important to start where you are and really master what you have around you. That will give you the ability to go even further. It's like that school kid, you know, like who always had shiny boots and always had the best and latest boots, but he actually wasn't the best guy. We put him onto the team because, you know, he had the best boots and maybe the parents were rich or whatever. But yeah, you get the point. The other thing which really frustrated me was I didn't have anyone to photograph. So I always, you know, wanted to photograph people. I will tell you this. There are so many things to photograph. Look around you. Look at, you know, what you see on TV, what you consume all the time. It's not always people, but it's products. It's things that are always around you. So if you've got a plant, photograph a plant. If you've got a book, photograph a book you know candles whatever it is that's around you photograph that also if you have a problem of not finding people and that's what you want to really focus on but focusing on also other types of photography will really help you and expand you even much more so don't always just look for people but you know look for things around you to photograph and that's also part of using what is around you i cannot stress enough the next point it's so so important when you want to really get into photography i was at an event this year and somebody was also photographing at the event and i think they were hired or you know they were there by themselves i'm not too sure but i suspect they were hired so i happened to see you know their settings on the camera because they asked me to look after the camera and they were shooting in auto mode now auto mode is basically you allowing the camera to do and decide as it pleases the three settings which we actually learned about at the beginning which is iso aperture and shutter speed and so we know the whole point of photography is to control light when you put it in auto mode you're literally letting it decide everything for you to say okay cool this is how light should be and this is how it should go i cannot stress that enough that you should shoot in manual learn how to shoot in manual learning those three settings will then elevate you to be able to shoot in manual mode i cannot stress enough how important manual mode is it's literally a stepping stone to photography it will make you feel and become a photographer because you now have control of your device like a professional photographer because you now have full control of this device you are now the master of this device so it really really is important to learn to shoot in manual mode and be the driver of the camera instead of allowing the camera to drive and decide what the outcome of your photo looks like composition 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 i cannot stress this enough composition is so important i don't know how many times i've given my phone to a friend a cousin or somebody else who isn't a photographer in the industry and They've cut my head, but there's so much space by my feet. Or they've cut my feet, but there's so much space at the top. Or, you know, just the composition is off. I'm to the left, I'm to the right. Things are just looking absolutely sideways. Composition is so critical. When you look at adverts, they are composed at proper compositions for you to look this direction for you to feel this for you to act a certain way or act out a certain way so composition is just like wow it's a holy grail it changes absolutely everything picture this you have a subject or you know a friend of yours sitting on a bench and they are looking to their right now would you put the subject in the middle or do you put them to your right when you're looking at the phone so that it just leaves space to their right or how do you know how do you how do you composite your photo 
it really is important to composite your photo to tell a certain story. A lot of the times you see people, you know, as I said, cutting your head off, cutting your feet off. You're looking that direction, but you know, they, they, they've shifted the camera this direction. And this is, you know, the huge difference between photographers and I guess camera, cameramen or camera people. Photographers are trying to composite the photo in a certain way to tell a certain story. And composition is exactly that. Composition is just important. In commercial work especially, composition is always there. I will say this though. Once you learn the fundamentals of composition, be prepared to get dirty. Be prepared to find yourself in dirt lying in dirt lying in grass lying in so many other things because you just want to be able to composite the photo the way that you want to composite it that's how important it is composition it's just so critical so learn composition and understand when you take a certain photo a certain way this is what you're trying to tell part of using what you have is using the sun as your light source another thing that i see from friends family when they're taking photos at family events they always because the sunset is right behind them right so the sun is right behind them and they want to get that in and they whip up their phone and then they you know they take try and take a selfie or they ask somebody else to take a photo but the sun or the sun flares are actually just hitting the camera so bad and the photo ends up looking so blurry and you don't really get it right so use the light or the sun as your light source rather so use the sun as your light source what do i mean by that if you put somebody behind any light they are bound to become silhouette-ish like but the minute you turn them around or just shift them a little bit to a 45 degree angle the light can start hitting them from the side the light can start hitting them from the front the light can start hitting them from a different angle use the sun as your light source as much as you can think about it if you take a subject and you put them right in the sun and they just look straight at you you know you're bound to see some shadows let's say it's 12 o'clock on midday they are bound to see the shadows. you're bound to see shadows under the eyes but if you ask them to lift their head just a little bit, it will make a difference in the shadows. If you ask them to look left a little bit more, then this, you know, the shadows disappear or the shadows are less or softer. It really is important to use the sun as your light source instead of trying to go against it. Yeah, I understand, I guess, for, you know, for artistic purposes or if you want to capture the sunset, it really looks cool. Um, you know, there's really are cameras that are really good at dynamic range so you know if, if your camera is really good at, and it has a really good dynamic range then yeah sure i'm sure you can shoot the sunset and yourself there and everything still comes out really well but with your phone it really hardly ever works and or using a very standard camera it hardly ever works so use the sun as your light source shoot at golden hour when the sun is just just a little bit soft you know it's not so harsh anymore it's not 12 o'clock and if you have to and you must shoot at 12 o'clock then invest in buying a diffuser diffusers are basically like a sheet that will go over your head or whatever it may be and it just softens the light a little bit more you will see it again in adverts especially i think mcdonald's have started using quite a lot of their outdoor adverts you know if you watch the river also a lot of their shots that are shot outside they've used a huge diffuser you can't see it in frame but these people are well lit they didn't use a lot of light they didn't use anything they probably just softened the light a little bit knowing your camera is also just as important 
if you are using a phone then understand the phone's camera capability i remember when shooting with the samsung s21 ultra and when we launched it you know it had such amazing capabilities but the people that bought it you know they didn't really know what the settings you know look like so all they knew were the standard settings that the camera or you know how it came from the manufacturer but it really is important to know your camera so most phones nowadays you know whether it's an iphone or whatever it may be a huawei if you go to the settings you will bound to find camera settings where you are bound to tweak things where you are bound to okay cool i actually want to take up the shutter speed on this i want to take up the you know the, the aperture on this and phones nowadays are able to do such things so you know you can control so many things i use an iphone 6 right now and you know there's something called ae or af lock it's such an amazing thing on a phone but a lot of people don't know it and i use it quite a lot when i want to frame my shot and also make sure that it's in focus but yeah it really is important to know your equipment and by knowing it i mean be able to close your eyes and know exactly where this is and what this does that's how strong you gotta be with your equipment i know with my camera once i've started shooting and i've got my eye in and i've got subjects and people in front of me or something happening in front of me i want to be able to capture the moment seamlessly without having to look down and look back and forth and google this and google that so it really is important to know your equipment and to know your equipment you just got to shoot quite a lot take a lot of photos um put yourself in situations that will allow you to learn your camera a bit more when you need to change the shutter speed when you need to change the iso without having to look and it's all right there so learning your equipment and learning your camera is super super important if you've just recently got yourself a camera that happens to have a pop-up flash please tape that pop-up flash down i don't think pop-up flashes are actually very practical look there are times where you will need the pop-up flash to help you tether you know tether into other flashes that uh, you're flashing with i don't think it really is practical using the flash as it is look sometimes it really looks great and if that's your aesthetic of using a pop-up flash then yeah go ahead but i think pop-up flashes are just so vile like they'll blast the photo and it doesn't work really well look there are people that know how to use it and they've probably used it before but i don't think it's practical most cameras nowadays don't even have pop-up flashes because they just don't work it's so old school it's so uh. you know when somebody like your grandma whips up a camera that's got it on auto settings and it's dark it, the flash is gonna come on and you are not expecting it it's gonna flash that thing so hard and it's gonna flash at you guys it's not controlled light it's just light coming at you undecidedly and most of the time it really is bright and it hurts the eyes so let go of pop-up flashes i don't think they really are useful but i'm sure there are times that you will need to use it if that is your vibe and if you are probably tethering into other flashes but in general don't use it as it is gear isn't everything but it is something look it's really important to have certain gear for certain projects and i think certain projects require different types of gear but to get started i don't think you need the latest gear I will tell you about a Brazilian photographer and I always refer to this story quite a lot. I think her name is Luisa Dor. She was commissioned by Time magazine to photograph the likes of Oprah Winfrey, Serena Williams, Selena Gomez and a bunch of other incredible women who are doing amazing work. And she decided that she's actually going to photograph them on an iPhone 6 and she did that amazingly very well i think if you just go on google and write brazilian photographer luisa door photographer you will find her she did such amazing work on the phone 
I've seen Austin also doing such amazing work also on the S21 Ultra, the Samsung S21 Ultra. Such an amazing phone, it can take amazing photos. So gear isn't really everything. And I think, you know, in such a saturated industry, it will set you apart shooting on a smartphone, shooting on different equipment, shooting on film, shooting on this, shooting on that, you know, something else different. So don't always focus on having the latest equipment. I think certain projects need certain equipment, but not every project needs the latest equipment for you to shoot with. Raw is law, and I didn't make the law. So start shooting raw, and you'll definitely save yourself. The minute you start shooting raw, your editing becomes so, so, so much better because you're just so, you're able to obtain so much more details now you can either shoot jpeg or raw and phones nowadays too also allow you to shoot raw photos and raw photos have all the details so when you start editing you're able to start changing the color or playing around with things like color light you know so many other things you can manipulate so much better it, it's almost like You've got a, a one gig file in RAW, but maybe in JPEG, you've got a, in a, a two meg file. And the difference is huge. So start shooting RAW. I know photographers like Rami who says that he shoots in JPEG, which I actually don't believe him. And if he actually does shoot JPEG, when I'm in Cape Town, I would love to be able to see him shooting in RAW because he shoots such amazing work. But I don't believe it's RAW because it's edited so well. But yeah, you know, there are people who actually shoot in jpeg and the photos come out so well like rami so if jpeg is your vibe i mean go with it but i would definitely say start shooting raw and this is a setting which you can actually change on your camera whatever camera you're using whether it's a phone or whatever camera you can actually start shooting raw now i'm not too sure if every single camera can shoot raw but yeah most cameras can actually shoot raw the last thing which i actually wish i knew in the beginning was the importance of video and audio. I cannot tell you how many times I wish I actually knew how to take a video at a certain moment or I knew how to you know, play around with my audio. It's so important to be able to jump onto your video and audio. Video is definitely like the, the it thing right now. I think you know, there were quite a lot of photographers. There was an era where photography was getting saturated. Now video is definitely getting even more saturated and audio is even next. You know, there's things like podcasts now. You know, it's always been around, but, you know, now there's more attention on it. So I think, it, you know, when you're starting out and you've learned all these other things and you feel like now you can step onto something else, I think start playing around with video and learn the basics of video and audio too. I am currently learning how to play around with audio and you know, I've been recording with two, three mics now and you know, playing around with levels, I'm using GarageBand, things like that. It's just so important for you to start learning it and you may not use it immediately, but I think it's going to be so critical as you grow in your career as a photographer and maybe you will branch out into videography. I think it's also an important arsenal to have in your pocket as a photographer. If you are booked for photography, but you also have the skills of video, it just gives you so much more leverage going forward. I think you can learn both of them at the same time. I remember a friend of mine, McGee, used to always say, get into video, get into video, get into video. And I caught on a little bit later on. Now video is actually such like a huge, huge skill to have with you. And audio too. So I think it's really important to learn video and learn audio when you can, once you've mastered photography. Or, you know, I think you might even want to be a videographer. 
So yeah, those are things I wish I knew when I started out as a photographer in the beginning. And I'm sure there's more, but these are the ones that I've just jotted down right now. I hope they were helpful to you. I hope they will be helpful going forward. If we just recap them very quickly, learn ISO, aperture and shutter speed. Use what you have around you. Start shooting in manual mode. Learn composition. Use the sun as your light source. Know your camera or your equipment. Let go of the pop-up flash. Gear isn't everything shoot raw learn video and audio thank you for listening to b-roll conversations where i talk about all things photography man i am a photographer and a videographer podcaster and youtuber so make sure that you go into my youtube cyril zuma and click the subscribe button subscribe to my youtube man i'm trying to drop as many videos as i can and if you are on podcast platforms make sure you hit the follow button if there is a follow button otherwise catch me on twitter and instagram at cyril zuma Thank you for listening to the things that I wish I knew when I started out in photography. Till next time, peace.